0: Welcome to the Mild and Lazy Guys podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Matt. And I'm Andrew. Sorry for the delay, but we are back. We are back. uh, And we're back with a big show. Gonna be football heavy, so all you female listeners, like all two of you, sorry, strap in and get ready for some football, because it is that time of year. Um... Got a good show for you today. Uh, we've got some uh, news desk items to cover. We've got a great Mount Rushmore. Uh, we're going to cover our favorite uh, or our, our ideal game day spreads. Uh, so, food on game day. Yeah, that's you, why it's so
1: good. What are <laughs> you eating? It's
0: just food. Uh, pick your poison, of course. Um, didn't watch a movie. That's on me. I
1: watched a movie. Matt, you didn't. Matt a had movie. a month to watch a movie and didn't watch a movie. Didn't
0: watch a movie, so we're going to talk some big brothers. So, <laughs> uh, we'll let you know if you want to get up and go get a snack or whatever while we do that. Uh, but that's what we're going to do. And then we're going to get into football. We're going to give our um, divisional winners for both conferences. We are going to give our playoff and Super Bowl predictions. We're going to talk Cowboys, of course, because uh, we are a game in. Um, we're gonna I think we need to revisit our schedule, uh, our predictions for the Cowboys and give another record. Because I know I know a couple of our our games kind of depended on. Well, did Rodgers get traded to Green Bay or uh, to Denver, Denver. And, and all that? So we're going to revisit that, and then we're going to wrap it up with what are we watching and what what are we listening to? And we we may just tangent for a while. Uh, it's been a while, so it, it feels good to to get back in the saddle. Um, but uh, please, before we get started, if you haven't already, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Every rating every uh every uh, review helps us so we really appreciate that and then now I believe Spotify allows you to follow us so you can follow us on Spotify that way you can get updated every time a new episode drops um, but yeah with that let's get on to the show so what's up man, man been a while a lots been and happening we, we got a lot to catch up on
1: yeah um i guess to start at beginning I, I sold the truck and i got a new car part yeah, of the honda gang honda gang right here
0: yeah, on the game. I
1: do that every time I see one. I see a CRV, and Claire gets so mad because the one time I was getting on the highway, and I, saw, I tried to do it real quick and she grabbed the wheel from me. So I can't do that all the time, but it's a good car. Um, I like it. And then sold the truck, still trying to sell the Bronco. So if anyone interested in a 89 Bronco that won't run, let me know. Um, we redid our laundry room, which is just outside here. It it's looks nice. pretty, it looks great compared to this room. This room. We'll have to post a picture of, if Claire will allow, because this room is trashed. But it's going to look good. Uh, we're going to we're doing this room next, so it's a slow progression. Uh, we're going to work on the back porch. We're going to get it all screened in. Or not screened in. It's screened in now. We're going to put in windows. And have you ever got an estimate for
0: windows? No, but I know they're insane. Yeah,
1: so there's there would be 16 windows out here. And a guy came out and told us it's about a grand a window. So we're looking at about $16,000. So we told him. So I was um,
0: thinking, like maybe like a hundred a window. <laughs> like, dude, it's
1: ridiculous. And those were like, we were like, we just want the most basic windows, you know? Like, I don't care. Frame, if they re- don't open. They don't, they're just framed or just framed windows. But he's like, yeah, the lowest is about a thousand per. And, Did you uh, get
0: more than one opinion? No. So you but need to, you need to go shop. Around okay, but a we bit. asked
1: my dad because my grandmother just had her house. She has nine windows, and she was going to get nice ones. And they told her it was going to be about thirty thousand dollars. But that was ridiculous. And then they got another estimate and it was closer to like 750 a window so it was like seven thousand or something crazy so dude, they're just expensive but what we're gonna do is we can go to that red barn here in town it's like a flea market yeah, yeah you can buy windows and then just frame them to fit and like my dad can help us frame them up so we'll buy windows for like five dollars and then put them up and we'll save thousands of dollars so go. working around the house um we're down to a couple a couple names we like for the baby
0: yeah tell me you haven't told me yet <clears throat> i think we're gonna go with matt <laughs> take your don't, advice don't, We're gonna play with, don't play with my emotions <laughs>
1: no nah, i'm just kidding well we we'll, do we'll never do that, We'd never uh, do that. <laughs> i like the name charlie yeah and owen Kay. and then uh claire likes the name lucas but i said he's going to be called the goofus lucas i knew a lucas goofus. growing up we called him lucas the goofus um middle names because i think middle names should be like a family name yeah i mean yeah um ellis was her father's middle name and then turner is like a family's maiden name that I like. So I like Charlie Turner, Owen Ella, something like that. So just yeah. working with combos. I'm trying to just convince her to give a name that I like. And So who
0: won the battle on Elizabeth? Or was that really I think it was
1: mutual. We were gonna name her Emma, but when then my sister's a kindergarten teacher and she's like, Yeah, I have like so many Emmas in my class, you know, it's a really popular name and Um, I think we just pivoted real quick, because that's Claire's middle name. So Claire's, like, just really selfish and, like, a big narcissist. (laughs) Yeah, And mm -hmm. she was like, this has to be named after me. Clearly. So (laughs) that's how we got Elizabeth. And then, honestly, we just middle name June because she was born in June, and Ellie June, Elizabeth June just sounded good. So we're like, it was, like, the laziest name selection. That's your middle name. She's born in June. Like, fuck it. You're like Andrew December or something for this next baby. (laughs) Yeah. But I guess that's it, man. Just. Been lot, I mean, you've been over here a couple of times. Like, I haven't seen you since then. Yeah, and yeah. We had our draft weekend, which we can get into. That was yeah. pretty wild. And yeah.
0: And actually, it wasn't. Not for me. Man, it was for me. I got, for you. I got
1: fucked up. Like, by day two, I was like, I felt like, what is this saying? Like, a 10-pound bag of, or Your 10, 10 pounds, pounds of shit, shit a 5-pound five, five 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 bag. bag. Yeah. I was just miserable during that draft because I, I went totally ham Friday night with Brandon and And ben. Saturday morning. And Saturday morning, and then I was like, I'm going to go take a nap. And that lasted about two hours. And then Arabella's is like a hammer and whiskey and drinking beers. And Ryan made me take a shot with him before the draft, which I did not want to take. And I was just like sitting by you and Alex, and I was just miserable. I probably said like seven words. And yeah, then I, really I was did. asleep by like 8 o'clock that night. Yeah,
0: uh, <laughs> I accomplished my goal because I do what you did every year prior. I would just – Go absolutely apeshit friday night because you get in you know some of these dudes everybody ha- starts arriving you hadn't seen any yeah. beer, uh and then you just you just start drinking and i'd be completely housed on friday night and saturday would be miserable so i mean you got there about three i cracked a beer mean you sat on the porch for a couple hours drinking beers that was cool everybody starts arriving you know i ended up getting drunk but I was drinking water in between, and I brought that liquid IV stuff. Yeah, that was good.
1: I peed, like, 20 times Saturday because I just drank that Pedialyte and like, Powerade. Yeah. So I was just, like, stream. By the time I went to bed, I was, like, straight white pee.
0: Yeah. Uh, And then I was in bed by 1230, woke up 11, you know, 10 or whatever. (laughs) You woke up at, like, 5 in the morning and
1: saw us outside. Yeah, yeah. Looking like a zombie walking through the house.
0: I didn't see you uh, because you have to walk past, like, a sliding glass door that goes outside and, like, I walked past to the bathroom, came out of the bathroom, and then I walked past the door again, going back to the bed, and I backed up, and I was like, are there fucking people outside? And I saw so "Was you yo, come here, come here, man. <laughs> so I walk outside, and, like, I don't even remember hardly, and y'all told me I just was there with, like, one eye open, like, just, like, chilling. Like, you
1: gave us, like, a look of, like, what are you idiots still doing? Like, it's five in the morning, go to sleep. Yeah, so. Little
0: did you know, we just, we kept going, we just kept going all
1: night, man, like, we got up on that boat dock and watched the sun come up over the lake. Like, it was real peaceful. We all held hands together. We and penetrated. We here. made a vow to stay friends forever. They didn't penetrate. Why'd you do that? In there? You just ruined this great, wholesome, friend, some friendly moment. I know y'all are drunk watching
0: the sunset sunrise together. <laughs> I mean figured somebody staying. penetrated somebody. That means we're just
1: friends having a good time. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, they all went and got burger, and I just called Claire and was like, yeah, I didn't go to sleep last night. And she's like, you're probably going to regret that. I was like, I kind of already I regret do. that. I do. And then, yeah, just. Everybody woke up, and they're drinking whiskey, and I'm like, my stomach's starting to turn, the head's starting to hurt. I'm like, well, I'm I'm fucking going to sleep, man. I slept for a couple of hours, and then it's like draft time. When draft happens, everyone's like cracking beers, and yeah, just starts a whole nother round, and I was like, I'm done, man. Yeah, like, I, w-
0: I woke up about 10, ate some breakfast, then we got in the lake. I started drinking again. I drank until throughout the whole draft, and then while I was cooking dinner for everybody, and then about 6 o'clock I shut it down. Ate, drank some water, and then about eight thirty, I was like, "I'm gonna go lay down, charge my phone, and look at it." Yeah,
1: you said I'm gonna go take a nap. I said, "Yeah, you're gonna take a nap, like my dad's gonna take a nap at nine o'clock at night." Next thing
0: I knew, it was like three thirty in the morning. I was like, "Well, there's my Saturday." Yep, like it was gone. I
1: pretty much once you went to bed because we were like in a there's bunk beds in the rooms, and I, you know, we were we were in the cold room, and I was like, "All right, Matt's gone." It's like this is my chance, and I just followed you in there. Minutes later, and just same thing, just looked at my phone for a minute, and eventually just fell asleep.
0: Yeah, I slept like I don't know, like. I slept a lot, but it you was slept good. like
1: 20 hours in two days, yeah. and I slept like seven hours. I
0: never get that sleep, so. Um, but, yeah, it was good. It was fun. It was good to see all the dudes. I'm pretty happy with my team, or I was. Um, you know, after week one, I'm not an overreact. I don't overreact after oh, man, week I one do. of fantasy. I was,
1: my team's miserable. You know,
0: about week four, I'll take an assessment, and, you know, there's guys out there that already have like 10. Not 10, that's an exaggeration. You can only have four, but. There's but already, they've reached their limit for two weeks yeah, and moved. Yeah, yeah. so, I, I mean. mean, I just, I don't do that. But, yeah, so it's good. <sighs> um, let's see. What it's have just having doing? a good time. Yeah, no, we, I had a great time. And winning. I, I had imagine. a great time. Uh, yeah, not a lot going on, work. Um, and sorry about the delay. You know, the hard thing, and I think I've said it on here before, and I know I've said it to you, but the hardest thing about podcasting isn't the prep work or the research or finding topics or Even turning on the mics and talking, it's finding the time because we're not, you know, we're not professionals, (laughs) obviously, at all, as our listeners can tell, but we have full-time jobs. We got families and it's just, it's hard to get synced up because something always happens. And we made a rule, like we had an agreement at the beginning of this, like no matter what happens, family comes first. Like something happens, we understand. We postponed
1: like four times because something just came up yeah so and today was pretty much the only day i could do that this week because claire has like two she has like two parties she teaches yoga one night she's getting her hair done one time Mm -hmm. and i was like pretty much if you want to record we can do it on a thursday like this week yeah No. last week ellie got sick right before and uh claire was teaching another class so i was home with ellie that night and shit happens man yeah
0: no it's all good but uh yeah last saturday we went out and I went to a school that's, like, an hour and a half away, and I don't ever get a chance to go see them play football. They're D2, but they were playing at the Old Ranger Stadium, which is Globe Life Field, which is now, like, Choctaw Stadium. Uh, and it was pretty cool, you know? It was uh, cool to see college football. It was cool to see it there. Um, yeah, not I want to see a game there. Yeah, not the result, you know? I was, I was wanting we were up 23 to nothing at one point, and then, like, Thirty to ten, and like late in the third, and we ended up losing like thirty-one thirty. I think
1: Falcons fans feel that bad. Yeah,
0: yeah, and we do too, just on a way smaller scale. Yeah, right. But, um, I was doing some research on on the on the roster for AM Commerce, and the starting quarterback was a transfer from Louisiana Lafayette, so that's D one talent. And then I kept looking, I was like, "There's D one talent all over this roster." So it was actually the level of play was actually really good uh there was a kid from here in walks he went to t c u and then transferred in here so uh the starting quarterback went down and then after that I don't know we just stopped scoring so do but that, it was still I mean, fun he was a quarterback it was still fun a lot of fun um what else not i mean not a lot else uh landry's started kindergarten and it's been a rough transition you know they do a color system for like their behavior you know like green yellow orange red is like Mm-hmm. Sliding down the scale, and most of the time he's on green, but here like, he's like, had a couple orange and yellow days, so he's been dealing with that. And it's just, I think it's all just a transition for him, just new environment, new kids. Yeah, and they have like three or four uh, I gotta try to easy here, uh, like special needs kids in their class. And the most thing he gets in trouble for is like laughing at them, Ooh. but it's like not laughing at them cuz i don't think he's smart enough to know like you know like any child they just know they're different and if like he has an outburst or he yells or screams you know all the kids laugh so i think that's like getting he's getting used to that but he was on green he was on green all day all week except for today almost had to almost had to cancel today he was. Instead, yeah. you
1: took them to Tomatoes. Yeah.
0: Well, well, she was like, I didn't thaw anything out for dinner. Yeah. And you got to record, so let's just run right around the corner and, yeah, and we, get something to eat.
1: I've I've had that place like twice in the last week because we, we watched the game together last Thursday, got a couple pizzas, and then Tuesday, Claire and I went back with Ellie, and they got a pizza, and I got some nachos. It's so good. That's what's good about that place. So anyone who doesn't know, it's like a Mexican restaurant and an Italian restaurant in one, and they actually do like both foods well. You know, so Claire usually gets something Italian, and I'll get, like, a Mexican plate, and we'll just, like, eat off each other's plate.
0: Yeah, and when you sit down, they get, they'll give you bread, like, Italian roll and mm-hmm. bread and chips and salsa. Yeah, they'll say,
1: do you want this or that? And we go, like we would like both, please. Yeah, that's what we did. <laughs>
0: um, you know how they do that, right? Mexican and Italian? Because nope. both those foods are super cheap to make from the restaurant side. Genius, think, Then Just think about it. Mexican rice, beans, cheap. Tortillas, cheap. Ground beef, you know, you could probably use across both menus, but that's why they do that.
1: And then tomatoes, like a common ingredient in both.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, we had that tonight. It never disappoints. I had a pizza, got some left over, so Dang. I didn't come over hungry.
1: Not this time. No gas station sandwich this time. Dude, that
0: (laughs) fucked me up so bad. I told you
1: it would. Why would you bring a? It's like all these options, and you stopped at a gas station and got a slimy sandwich. It wasn't
0: slimy, bro. It was the next day. Coming out, sounded
1: terrible. Dude, it was terrible. That's (laughs) what
0: you get for eating a gas station sandwich. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, But yeah, no, uh, guys, again, sorry for... For the delay, we're back. Uh, happy to be back. Uh, but with that said, let me hope I hit the right button and let's get into the news desk. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> that was <amazing. laughs> And with the first story, the headline reads, husband, wife, and alcohol involved in three-vehicle crash. This is from Poseyville, Indiana. Indiana State Police say a drunk Uh, A drunk husband crashed his car into a tractor trailer not far from his house. When his allegedly drunk wife went to pick him up, she crashed her car into his wrecked vehicle (laughs) that was still on the road. It happened around 8.24 p.m. on Monday. Indiana State Police and Posey County Sheriff's Office responded to a three-vehicle crash on County Road 165, approximately half a mile north of I-64. Um, After the collision, which was a short distance from Rickett's home, Ricketts uh, allegedly contacted his wife to pick him up from the crash. Moments later before police arrived, Cheryl Ricketts, 55, crashed her car into her husband's vehicle, which was still in the roadway from the previous crash. Both Ricketts' vehicles were totaled. Uh, After a preliminary test revealed Cheryl had a blood alcohol content of .22. Jesus. She was not just drunk. She was... Loaded.
1: Yeah, she should have been asleep.
0: She was like you on Friday night of the
1: draft. I know. I didn't drive anywhere.
0: No, no. I, could have, uh, I
1: couldn't have. I was blocked in or else I would have gone to Waterburger.
0: She was arrested and taken to Posey County Jail. Donald Ricketts was also taken to Deaconess. Gibson hospital where a preliminary test revealed he had a BAC of 0.28. So husband, <laughs> husband wins there. He, uh, he was admitted for a medical issue that is non-life threatening. The driver of the tractor trailer was not injured. So uh, a couple that drinks together stays together. No, drunk, the, drunk drives the, together, no, stays the, together.
1: A couple who drinks together goes to jail together. <laughs> they need to. Fair they should have just stayed home and yeah. just shared some drinks. Yeah. I want to know what was so important. that it, What was his name? Donnie? Or, he goes by Donnie. He, he's a Donnie. He's a
0: Donnie. Donnie Ricketts. He had, a Donnie, Ricketts. That he had a like, Donnie. That
1: sounds like he got the 0. .28 alcohol level. His
0: name was Don. Yeah. <laughs> Don, Donnie's blow 0. .28. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's just a That's just stupidity. And if you're so close, just walk or uber (laughs) uber from uh where's your location just look for the car that's on fire next to the tractor trailer you'll see me i'll be right out front i'll be i'll be standing with the tall (laughs) boy waiting for you uh all right uh so with uh you know we got a podcast baby coming soon i figured i'd throw in a uh a baby related uh you can throw a baby uh, no, you shouldn't throw a baby. Uh, a baby-related story here. The headline reads, Woman about to give birth shows how her partner brought her Xbox to play in the hospital room. Um, ooh, in the video, posted through TikTok account, Anxiety Couple, uh, the mother begins explaining, "Quote: So I could go into labor today, and my boyfriend is here doing this. Then he tur- Then she turns the camera and shows her partner playing with the device, which has been connected to the small screen in the room. Quote, honey, why did you bring your Xbox? She asked her boyfriend. He, quote, famous last words, one game, I promise, just one, he replies, without losing sight of of the TV. Quote, you're going to miss the birth of your child because of that Xbox. Quote, says the young woman in the description of the clip that went viral. The couple has been viewed more than 7 million times, and thousands of people reacted to the images, stating that the father's behavior is, quote, unquote, disrespectful and, quote, leaves much to be desired. Uh... One uh, commenter said, "I would be very embarrassed when the doctors came." Uh, however, others defended the act saying that they also played video games while waiting for the baby to arrive. Honestly, that doesn't matter to me at all. I told my husband to bring Nintendo Switch. We can play Mario Kart when he goes when she goes into labor. one one user user wrote, "It should be addressed that the couple's TikTok account usually publishes videos where they both play pranks in addition to showing their fun day today with their children." Yeah, but this
1: is the birth of a child.
0: (laughs) Well, it sounds like they've got multiple children. They've been there, done that. This is probably a walk in the park. Who knows? They may be halfway through a campaign, and they just don't want to put it on hold for a few Eh,
1: days. I don't know. When you just see an image of a guy with his back to his wife playing a game, it's it's like, It is so
0: good. Like, he's zero Uh, fucks given. So
1: this is is like their... Third or something, child. Yeah, Okay, yeah, I thought yeah. this was like their first. No, and no. I was like, this guy's world is about to change so drastically.
0: No, because it says that their TikTok account usually like is a lot of videos of their like day to day with their okay. other children, and they play pranks, and it, it seemed like they're a fun couple. I haven't checked out their TikTok, but uh, it just seems like a like a fun couple. So I think people like any anything you post on the internet, it's gonna get it, it's gonna get blown out of proportion on either side. Yeah. So let these people have fun. It seems like she thought it was okay. She was okay enough with it to post it. I mean I was gonna say honestly it comes out if she's a
1: good sport about it then you should because she's the one having the baby here. Seems
0: like seems like she was more than okay with it. Seems a little stupid. Because it was her it was her Xbox. So, I seems mean, a little, seems a little staged. back off, people. Let these people have some fun. I mean, by the time, I've heard by the time you get to the second or third one, you're just like, whatever. Like, some people are so protective of the first kid. They're yeah. so overbearing. By the time Man. the second and third come, they're like pros at it, and they're like, yeah.
1: I don't even want to be in the room this time. No? no. I didn't want to be in the room the first time. I got trapped in there. Uh, some watched. nurse came in. You watched it? Yeah. Oh, fuck that. Dude, I had to hold beautiful. a leg up. It was it, not beautiful. It was beautiful. It I mean, it's a beautiful process, but I'm not going to be like eyes bulging out looking at it. I was just like, I had to hold up a leg the whole time.
0: They didn't have the little stirrups.
1: No, apparently I volunteered as a nurse that day because it was me and one other lady. And they're like, they, we had to do everything at the last second, like a doctor came in. Did you in. clock in? I was like, yeah, am I getting paid for this shit? Like, I'm having to like do all the breathing with her and hold her leg up. I remember I had the left leg. The other lady had the right leg. And we're like talking her through it. And I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing here. What the
0: fuck is the doctor?
1: Yeah. I was like, where's the guy who gets paid like six figures for this? And then like four people just came in at the last second, you know, took all the glory and all the credit for you it. You did of all course. the hard work. Oh, man. I was there from the, from, I drove her there. You did all the legwork. Killed leg an work. animal to get there. It might have been already been dead, but like we definitely ran over something on the highway. Yeah. Cause it was in Arlington. We had to go to Arlington for that. So that sucks. At like three in the morning, it was pitch dark.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, I, I watched. I saw, I saw, it, I saw the crowning. Dude, why? Uh, I don't know. Cause it's a beautiful process. I mean, it's a life being, it's your, it's something you created being born into this world. It's a very beautiful process. Oh, okay. That's and, cool, man. Hey, different strokes. Yeah. what's that <laughs> Let's. Talk, for now that we've talked about crowning what, Move, how are we going to transition moving from on that? from crowning let's talk about nachos <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's,
1: let's talk get about in. our game day spread
0: let's get into our Mount Rushmore segue. and as I mentioned in the opening uh, our Mount Rushmore this week is our Mount Rushmore of game day game day food what's on your game day spread what are you eating while you're watching uh, your football team of choice um, I'm going to let you go first
1: do we do all four or one at a time. We'll go
0: back and forth. Okay,
1: but four but fourth, but first, I have to give give you all of Claire's first. Yeah, let's hear. I this. came up with this last night. We're just like landing, laying down. I'm trying to think of what, you know, what we could do. And so I just said, you know, I was like, if you were gonna watch something, you could pick like a game day spread. What would it be? So hers is very specific. That's what I like about it because nobody, nobody would pick these same four and be this specific. So it would have to be Applebee's wings, which is a questionable choice because there's better wings out there than Applebee's. But she likes the 50 wings for $25. She's all about that value. Fair enough. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's fair. And then it's a cream cheese and raspberry chipotle sauce dip with wheat thins. Yeah, like that's very...
0: called respino dip.
1: Well, that's fancy. Okay. That's not what you eat during a football game, though. I was like, all right. So Tim Gunn's coming over to watch this game with us. Tim it would be elote, which is like, how was it? This Mexican corn? Yeah, it's basically it? like Mexican corn. Which with, is delicious. With
0: hot sauce and crema and cheese. I think they put mayonnaise in there And mayonnaise, too. yeah, whatever, yeah. And like some crumble mm-hmm.
1: cheese. It's yeah. amazing. But I was like, I've never had that at a football game, nor have I ever had the dip you just mentioned. And then the last one would be a cheddar hot dog with mayonnaise. And so I was like, that is the – and Bruh. she was so specific on all these. She's like, it has to be a cheddar dog. It has to have mayonnaise. It has to be Applebee's wings. So just want to get – if you invite coming over to watch a game with Claire, you know what to bring. It's an eclectic assortment. Uh, but my first one would, of course, be – I got to put buffalo wings on there. Uh, specifically, though, I like the spicy garlic. That's my favorite. I'll yeah. put that shit on everything.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, mine – and we're probably going to share some, but uh, – I think so. I have wings as well, so I'm going to go ahead and just skip to that one. I do my own. To me, there's no better wings than the ones you cook at your house. Air fry. Air fry them, or I'll grill them. I'll put them out on the smoker and grill smoke them, and Mm -hmm. then throw them on like a charcoal (laughs) or propane grill and get the char on it. So get that smoky flavor plus the char.
1: I'll tell you where we differ, and I'm probably going to get more heat for this, but I go boneless.
0: Those are just chicken nuggets.
1: I know. We've we covered this yeah. a long time ago. They're just spicy yeah. nugs. I yeah, know. They're just spicy sauce
0: huh? nugs. I know. But hey. I don't know I can't help it, man. I don't. have am a bonus I, guy. I, I don't. I don't hate on you for that. But yeah, and or you can air fry them, um, or if you want to do the fucking work, you can straight up fry them in like a pan or a pot in your kitchen. But. Or if
1: you want to be a little lazy fat kid like me, you get those uh, Tyson Dino nuggets, mm-hmm. put them in the oven or air fry them, and then you just get your I have the spicy garlic sauce and from Buffalo Wings. And then you yourself. just toss them in there and like, yeah. I'm eating
0: Buffalo Wings right now. Or you can get the, like, I think Tyson makes them. They're called Wings with a Y. It's like Y, W-Y-N-G-S, oh, yeah. Wings. I think they got a Z on the end, yeah, too. Yeah, with a Z With the Y and a Z. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, Wings is a staple. All
1: right, number two, just chips and queso. I was going to put nachos, but I was like, I'll just get a plate of not- uh, chips sure. and then just and put, dri- the put the queso on top. Yep. So, a queso with, like, either, you know, like, sausage or, or ground beef. Yep. Something that, like that. That was
0: mine, uh, chips and salsa or queso. Yep. Usually in the season, I'm making a fresh batch of salsa every day uh, or every week. Sorry. I have, like,
1: a little bit left of that of what you gave me. I need to just I'll give you, to put it in a Tupperware and give you your
0: gallon jug bag. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you some more. <laughs> I'm making some this weekend. Okay, I will take more. Um, What's your third one? Well, you give one so, okay. don't, so you don't uh, just piggyback, hopefully. Ribs. Nice. Um, I like one? it. Huh? Human, human ribs. Yes. Human ribs, of yes. course. Um. Uh, I like doing them at, for a night game, like a Sunday night, or I can't really do Monday nights anymore. But Sunday night, I go out about noon. Takes about six hours. Go out about noon. Throw them out on the smoker. I don't have to rush. Be ready. Right, pull them off and let them rest right in time for game time.
1: So Cowboys are. Got to play a Sunday night game, and I'm just going to go ahead and invite myself That's fine. Yeah, yeah. We play, like,
0: two Sunday night games this year somewhere. Um, But, yeah, ribs. Any kind of ribs. Baby backs, St. Louis ribs, doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. My third one is one of those. um, I just put meat and cheese tray. Mm -hmm. I know you get out, like, H-E-B, and it's, like, in the shape of Texas. Yeah. And it has, you know, like, salami and pepperoni cut up with, like, cheddar and whatever cheese there is. And then there's, like, a cracker, and you just...
0: It's like an adult lunchable. Yeah, for real. It's like yeah. an adult lunchable for like five people to eat. And yeah, I'll just yeah. eat it myself. Yeah, Nope. I got that. That was my last one. I put cheese one? plate like slash variety okay, pork. Okay, this is
1: what's crazy because my last one is almost a piggyback of yours because I put barbecue, but I put specifically brisket. So if I was going to do something out in like a, on the grill, mine would have be been a brisket.
0: Brisket's versatile because you can just eat straight up brisket. You can chop it to make yeah, sandwiches. It. You can make nachos Machos, out of them. Hell yeah. Um, I've seen people roll them up chop it up and make like ketos. Do Dude, I was like say what if you put like in a crescent roll? Yeah, and you can do, you can do uh, tacos. You can stuff them. Briskets, very versatile. Baked potato. Um, dude, so many options. Endless options. Do you have honorable mention? <laughs> oh, shit.
1: No, I don't. Okay, I've got some. Pizza. pizza.
0: Jinx. Look at that. Pizza. Sliders or hot dogs. I feel like burgers are just maybe a huge burger just too much, but if you get, you know, a couple little sliders and hot dogs or brats, <clears throat> cheddar brats, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that w- that,
1: that's a good one. I would have put brats. I would have put pizza and brats for sure.
0: And this last one kind of teams up with the cheese plate and the variety board, um, olives and pickles. Oh,
1: goddamn! Don't get me started on olives and pickles. So
0: what my dad would do for a spread when I was growing up is he'd make a plate and he'd have like cheese slices, crackers, olives, pickles, cucumbers, um, you know, some kind of ranch dip or something, and he'd make that big old spread on a plate. And that's what we would eat while we nice. were waiting was chips and salsa. And that's what we were eating on, while we were waiting on whatever the main course was. So, olives, pickles, cheese, you know, whatever meat, you know, kind of like that charcuterie, charcuterie, charcuterie yeah, board.
1: Fancy bastard. That
0: Lauren made us last time. That was
1: very fancy. Yep. Very classic mm-hmm. touch at the Edwards house.
0: Yep. That's all my wife. Was it say- was, we'd be eating <clears throat> pizza and like, a out of a box or some shit oh, i'd be eating
1: pizza rolls over yeah, here yeah yeah if i know like for effect, i'm not getting any tonight with claire i'll just bust out a big old jar of garlic stuffed olives and just like just go to town it. yeah like pickles and yep, olives yeah because she hates the smell of it so if it's like i know there's a zero percent chance i'm just sitting mm-hmm. here eating olives and pickles all night Yeah, don't matter
0: to me totally content too. yeah i'm just i'm good i'm just gonna yep. eat
1: these tonight yeah this is my mouthgasm going on
0: all right so that was our Mount Rushmore for game day, our game day spreads. Um, did you have the bonus Mount Rushmore?
1: No, we told we were going to do it. I, I can do it. I can just we I can go on to top of my head. Yeah, okay. let's go. Fuck it. Let's do it. It's your top college programs. Okay. But specifically, more for me is like when I was growing yeah, up. Yeah, in childhood. Yeah, because you got all these teams. So I'll just bust out mine real quick. Um, my number one would probably be Florida State. Mm-hmm. I was a big Florida State fan. Yep. I had my Chris Winkie jersey. Um, started with Dion, all the way up until, you know, Jameis, you know, passed that. But now they suck, man. They lost to Jackson State.
0: Jacksonville State. Jacksonville yeah, State. On the last second. <laughs> yeah. Hell, Mary So it's up. like that's how
1: bad that team's fallen. But that, when, when they had voted, man, they were like one of the top, you know, programs. From
0: probably like 87 to 2000 or so. They were.
1: Even past 2000. Probably like mid-thousand. And then they won one with Jimbo Fisher not even 10 years ago.
0: Yeah, with Jameis.
1: But since then, yeah. Um, my second one. I was also a big Nebraska fan for some reason. I, you know, because when you're growing up, you just bandwagon, and Nebraska and Florida State were both really good in the nineties and yeah. early two thousands with Coach Osborne. I remember Eric Crouch. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking he was like the most he was like the most versatile quarterback I've ever seen. I was like, that yep. guy's gonna be, you know, the next Steve DeBurr or something. Like <laughs> he's he's gonna be something, man. Um, Notre Dame. I was a big Notre Dame fan. I used to watch Rudy all the time. Get a good cry in, and. Te- probably Texas. That was, like, my local team, Texas. And then honorable mentions would be Miami, Florida, you know, fuck Ohio. Uh, and they just had, like, some of the best teams I've ever seen growing up, like just nothing but first-round talent. So they were probably, like, the and best team. And they were team. bad boys. They were the bad boys, yeah. They really were. And then my last one I was always a um not a big fan of, but always really liked and appreciated Virginia Tech with – uh, Beamer, what's his mm, name, Frank, Frank Beamer? Frank Beamer, yeah. Frank Beamer is, like, all around Michael good teams. Because he was, like, he was like more about special teams and defense. But then they could recruit guys like Michael Vick to just, like, tear it up on offense. So, I was you know, I always appreciated and really liked watching Virginia Tech and watched them last week um, beat number 10 North Carolina. And that was really fun. I mean, they manhandled them. So, that was really fun. I remember texting you just saying, like, whenever the teams like Virginia Tech are on top or, you know, like, in the mix, uh, I just think college football is better. I think like there's a like couple
0: programs out there that – when they are good, it's better for college football. Yeah, like U- USC, Texas.
1: Dude, Nebraska, come on.
0: No, go, okay, Nebraska, Nebraska, uh, a,
1: Nebraska was a was a powerhouse. When Michigan for decades. Is, when
0: Michigan is good, it's good for it's, it's good, good for college football. It, it is.
1: Fuck hardball. But well, you're okay. right. You're Maybe right. So,
0: but when they're good, when USC good is good, when Texas is good, it's good for college football. It is. But um, it's also
1: good to see these unfamiliar teams like sure. like growing up. Who would have thought Clemson? Would be a powerhouse, you know. Alabama wasn't even, up no. until Saban got there, wasn't even like In the 90s like and early 2000s. Yeah, no one went to Alabama or you know, they had, the,
0: they had their A-Day in the 80s. Yeah. You know, when they had like Derek Thomas and other guys are like that coming out.
1: But like you said, 90s, 2000s, up until Saban got there. And then it's just like, that's a football factory. Yep. Both teams. But Alabama, Alabama's the best. Dynasty, because we were gonna do one of dynasties, and I was like, Alabama's just the best college football program, sustained for like a ten-year period that I've ever seen over yep. my over Miami. Yep.
0: Um, okay, so mine um, TCU. Uh, it was my first college game that I ever went to. Uh, Ladainian Thomason, was a. Hu- I was a huge fan of of uh, Ladainian Thompson, so that really started my love affair. Um, Florida State. Um, we did a project in fifth grade where we had to like write a book about our life and like our future life. <laughs> and I was going to go play football, Florida state. I was going to win three Heisman trophies. <laughs> You're very two modest. Doke Walker awards <laughs> and lead them to national championships. But yeah, Florida state TCU. Um, what's another one, Oregon. And it started back with even before like Joey Harrington, like Akili Smith, he was a big quarterback prospect that came out of there and, I forgot about Joey Harrington,
1: man. Yeah, he, he was, was on. He was in a Times Square on a billboard and everything. Yeah. yeah. Did he win the Heisman that year? I want to say. I think he. I think he did. I want to say.
0: Um, but yeah, it started with like Keeley Smith, and then Joey Harrington came along, and then that's when our uniforms started getting like super cool. Dude, They
1: still have some of the best. They have Dude, like a hundred. Well, I mean, Phil Knight, Phil Knight is yeah. an
0: alum, and yeah, that's he cool. Comes Nike, um, TCU, Florida State, Oregon. Iowa State for Seneca Wallace. Um,
1: I should honorable mention Iowa. They had
0: really cool fucking helmets with, like, a little tornado. Mm-hmm. And Iowa State, you know, you know, written through it. Um, I was kind of rooted for, for SMU because they they had the death penalty and then they were just such piss-ons for so long. They still put out good players, though. Yeah, they, I they mean, put, put you out talent. Emmanuel Sanders, Cole, Cole Beasley, Beasley went there, Aldrick Aldrich Robinson. Yeah, yeah there's a couple though, other ones.
1: Really, they put out, I think, receivers. Cortland Sutton
0: yeah um so yeah, um I love college football college footballs back in back in back in the swing.
1: I got my last one what just because we're talking about programs putting out good talent. That you know, kinda of goes unrecognized, Boise State with their blue field. Oh, yeah, yeah. I always like that. I like their blue field and the when they when they beat Oklahoma with that Statue of Liberty play, that was so cool. And then old
0: boy went over there and proposed to his girlfriend.
1: Yeah, the running back. Probably, they probably got it still together. Oh yeah. No. Good for him. That was like the high point of his life, dude. Yeah, good for him. Yeah.
0: Um okay. So that was uh, our Mount Rushmore segment with a little bonus there. Uh let's move on to pick your poison and you're sliding it over to me like you want me to pick. That's exactly what I slid it over there for. I'll pick a movie
1: next time. And then Matt will have to watch it.
0: Oh, would you rather never get angry or never be envious? This one's hard because I don't really get envious or angry.
1: Dude, I get angry and envious all the time.
0: Okay, which one (laughs) would you rather never
1: be? I would rather never be envious because that would mean I'm either totally content or I got everything I want. I can still get angry if I watch the Cowboy game and they miss a field goal. I'm going to be pissed off about that. Zerline made me mad like three times last week.
0: I think I would never want to get angry. I mean, I'm really – I'm the epitome of mild and lazy. I just don't get – you know, there's only a couple things that will make me upset. Like, don't mess with my family. Don't mess with my money. Like, other than that, like, I'm good. Like, I don't care. Uh, I think envy could obviously be bad, but I also think envy could be turned into motivation. So if you're envious of something, you could use that as your fuel to work harder to obtain whatever you're envious about or change your ways to try to become or obtain whatever you're envious about or jealous of.
1: So I think I'll just get envious and then it'll make me angry, to be honest. Mm,
0: okay, let's shoot for another one. Let me put <laughs> pull this one that I put back because I grabbed two at a time. This is the one. That's oh, a long one. Would you rather be? She said. Uh, <laughs> I knew you were going to say something about its size. Uh, would you rather be put in a maximum security federal prison with the God. hardest of the hardened criminals for one year, Jeez. or be put in a relatively relaxed prison where Wall Street types are held for ten years?
1: Oh, give me the bad boys! I'll fit right in.
0: Yeah, yeah. Dude, I'll just,
1: I'll just like the get re- in solitary confinement or something. Read a book because and- you can't. Get a degree. Yeah, let me I'm not just, wasting 10 years yeah, with those let me,
0: let me assholes. Just, let me just do my year. Just hurry up and get the raping over with. Like <laughs> I'm just going to be like the nicest guy. No one's going to want to
1: mess with me. I'll try to be, you know, funny or at least. Dude, and you
0: get commissary. Their TV or day rooms are like, they're legit. They have like four or five TVs. But I've
1: heard those white collar criminals get to basically live at like you know at a resort yeah it's club but if you would have said like five years or three years i would easily but i'm not
0: 10 years i'm
1: gonna get out my kids in high school that's right right. i'll just get out with like a very sore butt and like a sweet tattoo
0: or going to the big house all right uh so let's move on to our where our movie segment normally is um what happened I didn't watch a movie, dog. Uh I know you didn't. I did not watch a movie. That's on me squarely, on me, solely on me. You should still Um, watch it when you get a chance. It is a good movie. Yes, and I've seen it. Now that I saw the cover, Uh I I did see that movie several several years ago. Um, but we're gonna pick two movies right now. I'm gonna let Andrew pick two movies, and I'm definitely watching a movie for for next time. All right. So, all right. What do we got?
1: It will either be. I shouldn't use post-it notes. These things stick like a motherfucker. Ace Ventura, one or two. I guess we would go with one and go from there. So that's a solid pick. Or Biodome. So please. Ace Ventura or (laughs) Biodome. The a Shore and uh, what's his name? One of the Baldwin's, like Stephen Baldwin. Yeah,
0: dude, it's so good.
1: Yeah, I mean, if I remember, you know, it's all right. I remember like their. They would, like, fart and, like, guess what they ate. That's what mm-hmm. I remember the most. And then they had, like, these two, like, Hot ridiculously gorgeous women that Scientist. fell in love with them. Yeah, they're, they're like, scientists. They're both, like, tens. Yeah. And they fall for these schmucks.
0: All right. So, uh, Biodome or um, Ace, Ventura. Ace Ventura. I'll put that up on uh I would really Instagram. like to watch Ace Ventura. And we'll leave it up to the votes. Uh, do we want to talk Big Brother? I mean, I know I'm a couple episodes behind, but. I mean I can kind of guess. We can we
1: can at least recap up and I mean you know who's the final 6.
0: Yeah, um
1: I I don't know where we left off on with our guests with just or our listeners that are anx- anxiously waiting. I don't know. The updates.
0: Yeah, I don't know um yeah, I don't know where we left off, but and I'm going to kind of um ruin my what am I watching? Because all I've been doing is watching Big Brother. Yeah, man, you, you're addicted. But this this season, it's just no fun.
1: It's not. I was from it's, week one. It was awesome with yeah. Frenchie being the ultimate wild card and just being a complete maniac. And then since then, it's like since this alliance of the cookout took over and basically been running. Which is props to them because they've been r- literally like running the house. Whatever they want, whoever they want out has happened, and they made. There were six of them. Six. African Americans formed an alliance called the cookout and they were like we're going to get to the final 6 together to ensure the first black person wins and they did it they accomplished their goal so you know good for them they, but they, now they they
0: did what they set out to do now i feel like big brother can start because oh it has to i mean that's
1: what sucks is we're in day 70 and it's literally now starting because now people are going to have to like back you know go back on their word or throw someone under the bus or backdoor someone which there's been a couple of backdoors which you know, which is all exciting. I love when someone gets blindsided like that. Yeah, but you're I, right. It, it starts now.
0: It's just compared to other seasons, and I know they're fresh in my mind, and not so much yours. But it's just it's boring. It's yeah. boring up until this point, knowing that they're they're gonna steamroll and get ever. And I just don't know how nobody noticed. I think they did. They just didn't want to say anything because they're looking around. They're like,
1: you know, no one's none of you all been up on the block when y'all have power. You don't put it. You, you know, you're
0: anyone else up other than, like, us, <laughs> like, uh, people who aren't. Do you think that was cookout? part of the – do you think they considered that aspect when they formed it? Like, hey, we we can do this, and it's not like they're going to call us out on it yeah. because –
1: Because, like, when they finally did, and I think they said it to Derek, and Derek acted all shocked. He's like, really? I didn't even notice that. Like, and that was the best that. reaction you could do. But I think people just didn't want to be, like, so looking around, being like, so – there's only one white person left in this house. Or, you know, like, it's only black people. I don't think anybody wanted to say anything, but it was obvious. No, but I- then again, like, four of the best players all season have been in this alliance. The only people who pissed me off are Derek and Aza because they've done nothing, and they've just been carried this whole way. That's why I told Claire, I don't have a problem with the cookout because kudos to them for putting setting the goal and carrying it out. But people like uh, Christian, Derek X, Claire – never had a chance and guys like Derek F and Ozza could at least get second place and make $50,000 and they neither uh, of them have I, won anything. I think
0: Derek F will get carried to the final too, because whoever damn it. Who, so bad because whoever whoever carries them there knows they can win.
1: Unanimous. It'll be a unanimous decision because yeah. you hear him too he's like I got second place again for the second week in a row it's like people might start thinking I'm a comp beast no, <laughs> it's like dude Derek, you've gone, you got last place in every other comp nobody thinks that. yeah it's like Ugh, it just, I just can't stand him. Aza, I like. She's a very sweet person. She, she, and she'll at least joke around. Like, I haven't even won anything. You know, she knows she's not very good at uh, comps, but socially she is. Whereas Derek really thinks like he's like this. He compared himself to Derek L. Lavasser from 16 that we both know is, is one of the greatest up. players of all time. He
0: won Big Brother without going up on the block.
1: Yeah, and I think he and he went up against Cody in the final two, and Cody ended up winning.
0: Oh shit, you Yeah, remember. I I know he won 22, 22. last year. I know so he, he won went 22. up
1: against a fellow champion in the future and still beat him. So
0: it's like no. Can I tell not- you, Can I before I forget cuz you brought up Cody's name. I just finished up um 18 with his brother Polly. Yeah,
1: his, Pauly's a douchebag.
0: What a difference in the yeah. two dudes. Like Garrett
1: or Cody's cool. It's surprising a seeing that
0: they share DNA.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I didn't like him at all.
0: Did your brother did, did you not listen to anything your brother told you won and Too, did you just say fuck it and I'm gonna do
1: whatever? Yeah, because Cody's a really good player, so you would have had somebody there to tell you all these great things and give you great advice, and then probably just went out there and looked like an absolute tool in front of America. And you gotta think, like, millions of people are gonna watch you, it's gonna be saved in like an archive. It's like, maybe don't come off as like a complete idiot or a complete douchebag. Yeah, some people,
0: you know, I guess just don't care, but yeah, I'll get caught up on the on the last two episodes. Um, It's just it's gotten boring.
1: Yeah, they did a double eviction last week, and they're doing another one tonight. I think for that reason to like spice things up a little bit. Yeah, because um, they know like it's just been a poor. Remember last year, I just kept saying everything's so predictable, nothing crazy happens. You know exactly what's going to happen before it happens, and their whole motto for Big Brother is expect the unexpected. In the last two years, everything you expect to happen is exactly what happens. Yeah, so yeah, it's just been. Very disheartening to watch. Well, you know now what I mean. Like it's nothing but blindsides and you know lying and cheating. Whereas this couple years, it's just been. I was going to get your opinion
0: because so I've finished eighteen. I'm on nineteen now. Which Paul got second place. Paul with the beard. Yeah, Paul the uh, Armenian. Mm -hmm. He got second place, and then now he's in nineteen. What did you think of his gameplay? Uh, It's pretty smart. All he did was make friends with everybody and promote friendship. He, in 19, he's had a hand in every eviction, like, and he's been at maybe twice, and they're in jury now.
1: He's a good player. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was wondering if he would make, like, your top five or top six players of all time.
1: He would be an honorable mention um, for, uh, for for the Hall of Fame because you got to know, like, there's 23, 22 winners, mm-hmm. and he got runner-up that year. No spoilers for you on the current one, but – yeah, no, he's, he's definitely a good player because he's smart, he's social, and he like like he, he can said, pull out comps and,
0: when he needs to.
1: And it's also about like jury management. Like when people yeah. leave the house, they're like, you know, Paul, oh, that's a good guy, that's my friend. Yeah, that's what you want people to think when they leave the house, even if you just betrayed them. You want them to think like, yeah, but we're still friends, right? Of course, yeah, friendship. He'll make like friendship bracelets for people. Yeah, you know, just show them how cool he is yeah, with yeah. them. Which is that's that's jury management. That's what yep. you got to do. Okay. You got to stab him in the back, but wave and smile as you smile do as it. Smile as you
0: do it. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we've got our movies sorted out. That was a little Big Brother talk. Thanks for bearing with us on that. As you have a, another Big Brother addict on your hands now. So now there's two of us. Yeah. Y'all should, y'all should watch it, man. It's great. I resisted it for a year. And then now. I've been watching it for 20 years. <laughs> that's all I do now at work. <laughs> I have my phone on. i am got my earbuds in. I'm doing work. And Yeah. Matt will be, be like, man, this Cody guy from 18s is an asshole. Dude, I can't believe, like, he got he voted. Got America's favorite, favorite house guest. Dude, that guy. He's a Terminator. He's either got bodies in the walls of his house or. Well, he was a
1: Marine. I think he got, a, he might have got all the killing out.
0: Or he's got fucking Asperger's. Like, because he had no social game. Julie would ask him a question and he'd be like, mm, I can't process my feelings. And, like, he's not blinking. He's a ter- So i tell you,
1: Terminator. He, dude. But then he got Jessica, who was, like, a big old hottie on that season. Yeah, and she now they're babe. Ma- she's a babe. She's a babe, dude. She's fucking, she's a big babe, okay? And now they're like married, they won an amazing race, they won the million dollar race there. It's like Cody's living the dream. Good yeah. For Cody. And he of, when he won that like we were all so shocked because I I actually liked him just because that's exactly who he is. He didn't go in there and like try to fake it with anybody. He knew he was an asshole. He knew he wasn't going to make friends with anybody. He just wanted to railroad and win it. But
0: well, you can't do that, big brother.
1: You really can't, but can. that's that's who he is. So he didn't that's what I'm saying he kept it real. He knew he was an asshole. He just remained an asshole, even though it ended up costing him half a million dollars. Some people think like, I'm just going to come in and I'm just going to be a comp beast. And we know that's not, you know, that all that does is put a target on. You have to be like the social butterfly. You have to lose comps on purpose sometimes just so you don't get that target. And he was, he was the exact opposite. He's like, I'm just going to come in here and, you know, I'm going to destroy everyone. And that's not big brother.
0: No. Um, but, no, I, I love it. I'm having fun with it. Um, I like I
1: like Cody. I'll say it. Nope. I'll say it.
0: All right, so let's move on to sports. We are going to start with our predictions for the division winners and the wild card teams for both the NFC and AFC, and then we're going to go through our brackets. Yep. Um, let's start with the NFC, and let's go with the NFC North.
1: North, I have Green Bay winning it with an 11-6 and six record.
0: Okay. I've got Green Bay as well. Um I was hesitant. Um, After that first week, it's hard to pick Green Bay, but I don't know where Aaron Rodgers' head is at. Dude, he's
1: mentally checked out. He does not. Want I've to be never in Green Bay. seen
0: a person look less interested to play football. Have you seen the great memes though? Since his uh-huh. press
1: conference, where he just looks like he aged twenty years, and he's like, I've, "There's so many it's great him memes out there on the
0: left, and then Tom Brady on the right." He was yeah. like, "Would you believe that the guy on the right is seven years older than the guy on the left?" And Aaron Rodgers looks like fucking Frank Gallagher. He looks fucking <laughs> he like does. shit. He looks like he
1: just got out of like detox, yeah. but like he was still kind of using in there. Yeah.
0: Um I've got Green Bay as well. I just I couldn't pick um I'm not even going to talk about Detroit. I couldn't pick uh Chicago. Yeah, Chicago to me if you they, know, if give it gives works years. out
1: it would yeah, you're right. Give him a few years cuz I don't think he's going to carry a team in year 1, but
0: next year But they have pick- weapons. They've got Allen Robinson. They've got uh, Montgomery. They've got Trey Cohen. And
1: if I use a top 10 pick on a quarterback, He's playing. fuck it. He's playing. And I, and I got a buddy from work who is actually from Chicago. So he always asks me. I'm like, it's like y'all have a guy coming out of college who a lot of people thought could have been the number one pick slide to you at 10, which, oh, he didn't really because y'all had to trade up. But I was like, man, y'all could trade Nick Foles and get a draft pick. You could even trade Dalton and get a draft pick. And then just because if you lose this year because he gets hurt, you're going to lose anyways. I was like, I would trade both those quarterbacks, try to get a couple picks back, and then just roll with Fields. Dude, and they've you got, got nothing to lose. Got
0: Khalil Mack on the defense. They've got talent. They
1: can't waste these these other talented players. No, yeah.
0: I just and, I don't know what's going on with Matt Nagy picking Dalton. It was almost like that thing like before the draft they signed Dalton. It's like yeah, we're gonna roll with Dalton, and then you weren't expecting Fields, by like, I bet and by it's by like
1: week four it's Fields. Yeah, and I think that'll give the boost to the team because it's like hey. Like, we're going to go in this new direction. we got a youth movement going, and if I'm Allen Robinson or, you know, uh, David Montgomery, I'd be all for it. Like, yeah, let's get the new guy in. I saw
0: a route chart for Allen Robinson. He didn't run a route past nine yards.
1: Wow. Me either, but that's not good.
0: But you're on Robinson. You, <laughs> but I was on the couch someday, If you so. run an eight-yard route, that's pretty impressive. I'd I only be ran like an
1: eight-yard eight, eight slant. And stuff. Yeah. Uh, but, but I took that bitch to the yeah, house. But, yeah,
0: I got Green Bay winning the north. Uh, I should
1: say, too, I have them as my fourth seed. I'm going to go ahead and – I've start. got my fourth – So, that's our fourth, fourth seed.
0: seed. Uh, NFC South.
1: South. I got Tampa Bay, unfortunately, being my number one seed with a 13-4 and four record.
0: I've got Tampa Bay as well as my one seed. Uh just – Jameis looked good week one, but it's week one.
1: Dude, I heard a stat today on the fan where they were like, um, Jameis, I forgot who it was too, but he had a 50-yard completion, like 50 yards in air. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like he threw a 10 yards and the guy ran 40. It was 50 yards in air completion to somebody. And then they were like, Drew Brees threw whatever – Forty thousand attempts for the Saints, and he said like he never completed a fifty-yard pass while he was a Saint. And Winston did it. Or I'm sorry, yeah, Winston did it. Like was that his first start? Because mm-hmm. he would come in just like for yeah for spots. Uh, spots, yeah. So they were like in Winston's first start, he did something what Breeze never did in his career for yeah. New Orleans, you know.
0: But you know, James,
1: dude, he's got like like the fifth or sixth best odds to win this MVP right now. It's like eighteen to one odds, but you could get in right now with Winston.
0: You know, Jameis. He looked good, but Jameis could also Jameis and throw 30 picks. <laughs> did you hear his post game comments? Yeah, he was like, <laughs> I wish we had that audio. He was like, Yeah, I was talking to my trainer, and my trainer was just like, Yeah, be prepared or something. He like goes, that. I was
1: told to be prepared. My trainer, he goes, What did he say? He just told me to be, be prepared. prepared.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's like he,
1: he had a big, he had a big brain fart, but then he just rolled with it and just repeated what he just said. Yeah, it's like, I Hey, man, that. you just threw five touchdowns. Don't sweat it.
0: I heard that. Um, Yeah, but as far as the other. Uh, I don't think – I think Atlanta is a fucking dumpster fire. I think Carolina is a couple years away. Even though I do like what I saw out of uh, Sam Darnold, um, I think that we may – this may play out, and we may see that maybe it wasn't a Darnold problem. Maybe it was a New York Jets problem with Sam Darnold Um, because he's got some weapons. He's reunited with Robbie Anderson. He's got CMC. He's got DJ Moore. So I like Matt Rule. Um, I, I think
1: you're right. I think Carolina could be a good team, especially going forward. If Maybe not this year, kind of like we said about Chicago. Yeah. But in two or three years, yeah. add some more weapons or honestly probably defense because you got arguably the best running back. Yeah. With DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, that's a decent that's one-two fine. combo. I'll take it. I would probably just focus on the line because I don't know who they have on the line and I couldn't tell you anyone on their defense. So nope. maybe. Well, did J.C. Horn go there or where did he go?
0: Did go? He went, to the, he went to the Panthers. So okay,
1: they got one guy on defense, I know. So maybe just build up the line and then just build your defense. And I think Carolina can be a good team.
0: Yeah. Uh let's move. I'm gonna skip down to the West. We'll save the East for last. I
1: got Los Angeles Rams okay. as my two seed with a twelve and five record. I've got
0: the Rams as well, uh as my two seed. Um you know, people were shocked by Stafford, but I think anybody who knows football and watches football,
1: Stafford's a top ten quarterback. Stafford easy. has been doing
0: this for years. He's just been buried in Detroit. Yeah, and if now, he had
1: the weapons he had all along, he would be putting up Hall of Fame numbers. Well,
0: and he had Megatron for years, but he how long's Megatron been retired
1: though? True, and like he didn't years. have much else. And he could have weapons because I like Galladay when he was there and uh, Marvin Jones Jr. But again, offensive line, you know. You can't do everything. You got to have pass protection
0: and so much more. Team culture, um, fit with head coaches. How many offensive coordinators did he go through? Yeah, they turned over. It's all that. It's all that matters. So, uh, I think he was on full display on Sunday night. Uh, I wasn't shocked in the least. Um, Saw him play at Georgia. Saw him play I'm live. Park. Uh, saw him play live in person at Holland Park. So he's been, you know, he's a great quarterback, and I couldn't be happier for him. And we don't have to talk about the defense. They probably got maybe the best defense in the league. Possibly, yeah. Um, you got Ramsey Aaron Donald. Um, Who else I got? Yeah, <laughs> you Michael Brockers.
1: Michael Brockers. There? yeah. Okay. So, um, you.
0: thank you. Uh, so yeah. Um, and I'll save the other teams because I don't want to give anything else away. Uh, NFC East. I've got NFC the Cowboys. East. i got my the Cowboys. Third
1: three seed, 11-6 and six record.
0: Okay. That's good. Uh, oh. I'll save a deep analysis for the Cowboys because we're going to talk about the Cowboys here at the end of this segment. But oh. um, it just depends on how healthy we are. I think this division is going to be bad enough to where it's not going to matter. Hello, Hank. Yeah. Um, I think it's... I think this division is bad enough, and we've got a good enough offense, but uh, some of the injuries and uh, COVID stuff and suspensions is worrying me. we got
1: we'll, injuries, COVID, and suspensions all in week one, just we'll, like yeah. snowballing. We'll
0: talk about that um, sucks. in the Cowboys segment. Um, so wild cards? My wild cards, I'll rip through mine, and you can – you can rip through yours. I got New Orleans as my five seed, San Francisco uh and Arizona as my six and seven. I think the West is gonna have three out of the four teams to make it.
1: Well, pretty damn similar. I actually have San Francisco at five, New Orleans at six, and Arizona at seven. So just, just kind of surprising.
0: Order. We none of us took uh Seattle. I
1: I just think that division's so good and
0: I think they're gonna cannibalize and just beat up on each other in the so division.
1: Too. I think their biggest losses like they're each gonna lose to each other probably once. Um, I don't know. I just I really like Seattle. I don't like Russell I, Wilson.
0: I'm, I need to like him this year. I yeah, need to like because well, my you. fantasy. You're welcome team. for
1: that too. By the way, asshole. I let you take Russell Wilson. Who'd you end up with? Matthew Stafford.
0: Okay. Do you want to trade? Probably not. Because I hate Russell Wilson. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah. Uh, AFC. AFC. Uh, let's start in the north. Who do you got in the north? I got Cleveland as my three seed, eleven well, and six. I've or got, should I say Believeland? I've got Baltimore as a four
1: seed, coming off an L. Well, so is my team. Actually, coming, I should off, of, have said
0: that. coming off an L, but I like the way uh, I like the way they played. Um Dude, even, Baltimore, are they going to have any running backs at the end of the year? They well, they're they're Murray.
1: Yeah, well, till his knee blows up, like every other running back in that locker room. True, that's crazy. Um,
0: but the defense should be good enough. Um, Lamar you Jackson could always should say that carry. about Baltimore. Yeah. The defense is always there. For 20 years. For 20 years, exactly. Um, all right, so let's go to the south.
1: South, I got Tennessee, four seed at 10-7. and We
0: got Tennessee as the three seed. All right. Um, I just – everything else in there is a dumpster fire. Oh, for sure. That's the – us, uh, the,
1: the east and the AFC south are the two worst for sure.
0: I don't think um, – the Texans are. They may go Texans 1 and, and Jaguars, right? So they, saying, might, they both may go one in sixteen. I don't know.
1: Well, I'll just say they probably are both going to have a at least a top five pick. Mm-hmm. I would think. Yeah. So yeah, two teams in the bottom five of the league. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. a shitty division. Uh, uh,
0: AFC East. I got Buffalo as my number two seed. Me too.
1: Buffalo at two at twelve and five.
0: Um, we expect anything out of New England.
1: Uh, I mean. Who do they lose to? They lose to Miami, which I think Miami is a good team. I think Miami is a sneaky team. I think they're team. just in. A, I think. Well, I'll just say I have Miami as my wild card team. So I have two teams from the East making the playoffs. So I think they're just the odd team out. I had
0: Miami like, and I scribbled it out. So yeah, I, they I, could
1: I, they could easily go like nine and eight, ten and seven, and build off of that. With the rookie quarterback though, if you go ten and seven, win double digits game as a rookie quarterback, you got to feel good going into year two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's the whole. What's great about New England is they can just take a bunch of no names but it's like the culture that they've made there and then just whatever they're doing in those coaching rooms and those meeting rooms just fucking works. So, it's hard to always count out New England when you have arguably the greatest head coach of all time, but I'm going to I'm going to say New England does not make the playoffs this year.
0: Okay. Uh AFC West. I have Kansas City. Kansas City. 1 seed, 15
1: and 2. Yep. They lose to the Cowboys. City.
0: I've got Kansas City as well as my one seed. My wild cards are Cleveland as the 5th, the Chargers as the 6th, and I've got one team sneaking in and that's Indy. Indy? I'm buying with, in. With Carson Wentz, Wentz, baby. Wentz making it to the playoffs. Wentz baby. Uh yeah, um I just that's like the like the 15th round pick in fantasy like eh, I mean anything could happen. Maybe you maybe Miami sneaks in there. Um maybe Pittsburgh sneaks in there depending on I keep...
1: I put Oakland on here. What about the Raiders? Maybe the Raiders. I've always loved the Raiders, too. Maybe it's because of Chris Berman calling them the The Raiders. Raiders. And then you got that history with Al Davis being like the coolest owner ever. Then you
0: got his son looking like a fucking
1: burn victim. Okay, yeah. How does that happen? How does Al Davis, one of the coolest guys ever... At, what's his name mark mark davis who yeah. has like a four dollar haircut
0: he cuts his own hair he puts it, he no literally... he has
1: no he flies in a barber what the he fuck he flies in a personal barber from around he... the world wherever he is Does he just put to a put a bowl, bowl on his, his head, head and... yeah that's the best part is they're like yeah he has a personal
0: stylist that our barber that'll fly that's in hard. he needs to get his money back because he's
1: <laughs> he, that barber played like this fucking guy is gonna pay me another grand to come get this haircut <laughs> Jesus. Well, my wild cards. Uh, I got five Baltimore, six Miami, and seven the Las Vegas Raiders. But I okay. still wrote down Oakland.
0: Yeah, I do it too. That
1: breaks my heart, man. They should have never lost Oakland. No, nope. they should have never left Oakland. That's like arguably, if leave. not the best fan base, the second best. The only Buffalo, and you just took them and took them to a vacation destination where yep. they're not going to have diehard fans. It's just like. People who just come in for the
0: weekend and watch. I don't know, man. Uh, I think the Golden Knights have done a good job of cultivating a well. Yeah, because they didn't steal a team. That's true, but do you don't think the Vegas, the the Golden Knights fans are going to the
1: city and good people of Oakland, California deserve better, Matt. Talk to the city. They're going to lose. I the did. A's they won't too. call me back. <laughs> They're going to lose the A's. <laughs> they they too. blocked
0: my number. They don't want to build a stadium. They are.
1: I think they are going to lose the A's. And then Oakland, or I'm sorry, Golden State played in Oakland. Then they went across the bay to San, San Francisco. Francisco. They had three of like the you know iconic teams. You know, because I think Oakland with the and A's from the 70s and then what they've sustained really for the last 25 years are yep. a premier franchise playing Moneyball for 20 years and yep. actually being relevant.
0: All right, All right. So let's get into these brackets. Um, All right. Uh, you First go?
1: round. I got so we got so We each have KC and Tampa Bay with a bye. Mm-hmm. So that would leave uh, Buffalo versus Vegas. I have Buffalo over that. I have Cleveland over Miami. So Cleveland advances, and I have Tennessee over Baltimore. So in that bracket, I have Kansas City versus Baltimore, which would be a great round two matchup, and Cleveland versus Tennessee. From there, I have Kansas City beating Buffalo and Cleveland beating Tennessee to set up the AFC Championship of Kansas City and Cleveland, and I have Kansas City advancing. Now you want to give your AFC? I'll
0: give my AFC. Uh, again, KFC. 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 <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Matt even ate before he came over here. Uh, Casey with the one seed, <clears throat> which leaves with Buffalo and Indi- uh, Indianapolis as the 2-7. I've got Buffalo winning that. Uh, and then I've got Tennessee versus the Chargers. I've got Tennessee winning that, and then Baltimore and Cleveland. I've got uh, Cleveland winning that. So that sets up Kansas City, Cleveland, and then Tennessee, Buffalo. I've got Kansas City beating Cleveland, and then Buffalo beating Tennessee, and Kansas City taking it um, and being the AFC representative.
1: All right, moving on to the NFC. Yep. Again, Tampa Bay has the bye, so it's L.A., Arizona. I have L.A., in that matchup, Dallas-New Orleans, Dallas advances, Green Bay-San Francisco, San Francisco advances, and it's Tampa Bay-L.A. I got L.A. Rams winning that game. Fuck Tom Brady. Okay. Uh, Dallas versus San Francisco. Sadly, I have to pick with my head, not my heart. San Francisco advances. So that sets up an L.A.-San Francisco championship game, and I have L.A. Rams advancing to the Super Bowl against Kansas City.
0: Okay. Tampa Bay is the one seed. I've got the LA Rams versus the Arizona Cardinals. I've got the Rams taking that one. I've got Dallas versus San Francisco just because of the way my seeding lined up. Um, and I've got Dallas taking that one. Uh, Green Bay over New Orleans in the 4-5. Uh, that takes us to the um, divisional. divisional round. I've got Tampa Bay over Green Bay. And the, uh, the uh, Haunt or the... Uh, the uh, the curse of the L.A. Rams, I should say, uh, versus uh, the Cowboys. I've got the Rams taking it, setting up Tampa Bay and the Rams in the NFC championship, and I've got Tampa Bay taking it. So, I've got a Kansas City versus Tampa Bay Super Bowl rematch.
1: Rematch. Well, I had Kansas City over L.A., like you said, but the rematch would be interesting because, to me, what killed it was that offensive line. Yeah. Like, when you could see that, it, what was it, 31-9 to and, you know, Props to everybody on Tampa Bay, but to me, it was Kansas City underperforming. And I think what they retooled their offensive line. I know they what they draft two and signed one. I mean, they completely redid that line. It's like three out of the five guys are all new. Yeah. And you give them seventeen weeks in a regular season plus two playoff games, and you know they probably played one uh, preseason game together. So it was that twenty games to kind of get the, get their rhythm, get everything back together. So I have Kansas City winning the Super Bowl over Los Angeles.
0: And I have Tom Brady. <laughs> I have Tom Brady getting his A 3 and beating Kansas City again. All right, moving forward. And you can tell Andrew isn't happy with that pick. So moving on.
1: Uh, oh, you got anything for this week? Just a quick. Oh, we're probably going to go over that. Never mind.
0: Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the Cowboys. Right. Uh, we are coming off of a, what was it? 30-29. 31-29. 31-29. Lost to the Thanks, defending. Greg Zerline. Yeah, defending champs. Uh, Usually, I'm not a big uh moral victory guy, um, but oh, shit. I think there were some promising things that came out of that game. Oh, yeah, you um, played.
1: And you got to remember, Tampa Bay returned every starter, so that's yeah, a Super Bowl 22. winning team that brought back everybody. And we're playing with a quarterback that hasn't played in nearly a year right tackle that hadn't played in a year, left tackle that hadn't played in almost a year. You know what I mean? Like so our guys, you know, hadn't had that mesh together and dude, we hung with them. It, I told you it felt like a playoff game from the beginning all the way to the end. And I don't
0: want to I, I don't want to hear about the referees. I don't you go into any locker room uh, and hear any post-game speech, uh you're not going to find one coach in the NFL that's going to say, "Well, the refs got us."
1: And if you watch any football, you'll realize there's always missed calls on both sides. There's, there's a always a blown call on either. You know what I mean? It's just the fact that it was late, just like last year when we played the Rams. Yeah. And there was that late call, but there was probably calls on both sides that could have, you know, gone either way. And it's that way
0: every every game uh, across every the league.
1: Every game in, from high school to college to yeah. pros, there's always going to be calls where you're like, oh, they didn't call that one, or yeah. they called that one, and that was a bad call. It's like, you, yeah, you can't be perfect. You
0: can't leave seven points on the field. Um, a lot of people killed the call um, the option call on Zeke on the goal line but I went back and watched the game again and if Blake Jarwin just gets a quarter of a block not even not even a full block if he just gets a little piece of his man Zeke walks in what did Zeke have one one guy to miss yeah yeah well yeah
1: 16 million dollars think you can
0: make a guy miss okay we can we can talk about that. But <laughs> what do you have Blake, eleven
1: carries for thirty
0: three? Yeah, yards? but that was never gonna be the that was the game script. That was never gonna be the plan. Are you gonna run into the teeth of that defense?
1: If I'm paying sixteen million dollars, no, I'm gonna try No, you don't. No, I you know don't. what you mean. That each team had at least had over fifty pass attempts. It was yeah, a shootout. I mean
0: we weren't but that's not when how you, you got one man to miss. But if Blake Jarwin would have got a block, he would have no man to miss. He would have walked in the end zone. That was my point. Like Jarwin
1: was like an undrafted free agent, and he was, a fourth, he was a fourth overall pick. Doesn't
0: matter. Do your job. Get a yeah, block. Yeah, Zeke, do
1: your job. Make a man miss. Get a block. <laughs> it's a 2 They both did a poor job is what we're block. trying to say. Yeah. One guy missed a block. One guy couldn't make a guy miss.
0: Get a block. Um,
1: hey, you but know yeah. who did everything, though? Fucking Dak and Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper getting shunned all offseason, getting no love, comes out there with, like, 13 catches, 102 touchdowns. What do you have, like, almost 190 yards? Like, something ridiculous. Yeah, two touchdowns. I think that was like a big fuck you to everybody who says I'm I don't, not good I enough. don't
0: understand the Amari Cooper hate around I've always, nationally. I,
1: I've always loved Cooper. When we got him, I was thrilled. Because we, we were going to use a first-round pick on a wide receiver. I don't remember who came out that year. Maybe we can go back and look, but – Nobody was as good as Amari Cooper coming out of that draft. And when we got him, he was, like, 24. Mm-hmm. You know, some guys come out of, the, uh, out of college was, and they're already 22. He was
0: 24 with, like, four years' experience. Yeah, <laughs> and it's
1: like he's, in my opinion, he's always been at least a borderline top 10 wide receiver. It's like I would give up a number one pick any, like, today again to do it all over again if yeah. all I had was – because you got to remember who we had. That was after we got rid of Des. I think we had Cole Beasley. What was that, um, Hurts? What was his name? That ended up uh, Allen Hurts Alan and, like, some other scrub. It's like our best receiver was Allen Hurts, who bent his leg the wrong way, and Cole Beasley. So it's like, yeah, make that pick. And then since he came here, he's been just nothing but a professional. And then, again, just a top-ten wide receiver.
0: Yeah, I was super impressed with Dak. I mean, I didn't expect anything You know, I'm not shocked just because of the person that Dak is. Oh, he's a a great dude. On and off the field, the way he prepares. And the shoulder
1: thing never really worried me. I never thought that, like, I just think they just didn't want to, like.
0: They didn't want to risk it. Risk it, yeah. People were
1: acting like, oh, you think he needs surgery? I'm like,
0: no, I think he's
1: just going to, they're going to play it safe. What they
0: did is they had to protect Dak from himself. Because if you watch Hard Knocks, Dak was – He wanted to get out there. He was pissed. Yeah. He was pissed about missing reps. He wants every rep. He wants every opportunity. And I think they were just protect – sometimes you have to protect the player from – I think
1: McCarthy said something. You have to protect him from himself. Yeah. Because he wants to just go, go, and go and yeah. play hard. Yeah. And it's, you have to tell him, like, no, we got 17, hopefully more than that games coming up. So, you know, it's like just rest your arm. And he got out there and he showed you why you paid him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Could have had him for twenty eight million a couple years ago, but
1: and then even thirty two, and people were like, You can't pay a quarterback that much. It's like, okay, and well now it's gonna be forty. TJ Watt just got twenty eight million. Yeah. So, so now <laughs> with defensive ends getting what we could have paid a quarterback. So yeah.
0: Um hello Hank again. Yeah. you got, you oh, got the that. sneezes?
1: <laughs> oh my god, that's adorable. We <laughs> get that audio. No, you done? All right. That was adorable, Hank.
0: Um but yeah, no, it was I was really, you know, uh, um, I'm not a big moral victories guy, but there was a lot to be excited about. Um, oh, yeah. but it's here like, we are in week two. Um, we've got Randy,
1: it's been a rough week too. We haven't even played yet. <laughs> we've got
0: Randy Gregory in COVID, uh, COVID protocol. If he can't get two negative tests by Sunday, we're missing him. Demarcus Lawrence broke his fifth metatarsal. Um, yesterday he's out. Uh, they say 4 to 6 but it's likely 6 to 8 it's the same metatarsal he broke his rookie year and he missed 8 weeks then Is that um, one of those
1: injuries I think I've heard where it's like once it happens it could happen again
0: very easily very especially easily, uh, especially if you try to if he tries to come back on that 4 to 6 timeline it's very possible he look, just rebreaks I it.
1: wish I knew now we do, we've done research but like do you know when our bye week is because if the bye week's anywhere near that and we could give him like that extra week of rest or you know say we're playing like just I don't know who's on the schedule that you would feel comfortable resting your best player on. But if the bye week's like week six or seven, you know, I would say, dude, just sit out one more week. Take that bye week and come back even stronger. So Let
0: me see when the bye week is. Looking um, it up. Looking it up. Let me see. Hank's week seven. Again. Week oh, seven see? is the bye. That so. actually
1: works out well. So it's like make it through six weeks. If he can rest that seventh week and come back strong week eight and we still have fucking nine games after that. So it's never good to get an injury like that, but if you have to do it, do it in week one. You know what I mean? Or like do it in spring training, and so you can still come back in the season. So, but that's yeah. your best, hands down, best defensive player and captain. I mean, people might give him shit because he doesn't get sacks, but if you see him set that edge, if you see him stop that run, if you see him hype up everyone on the sidelines, if you like, know
0: if you know football, um, I think he was
1: graded by Pro Football Focus as like the second best edge rusher in the you know for week one.
0: If you know football and you know what to look for, you realize how how just how important he is to that defense and to this team. He's Absolutely, because to me, the D end position is not all about sacks. You you hit it on the head. Can you set the edge? Can you force to play the other way? Oh, Can you, you can't
1: you can't go to his side of the ball because no. his motor never
0: stops. His he's he's always in pursuit. Yeah, he um, never gives up, dude. He's just he's, he's just usually, a force. He's usually getting double teamed because we do not have a threat. You know. Outside of this year, it's to be determined um, what Randy Gregory is going to do. God, um, I hope he
1: gets us negative tests. If not, we have no edge rush, which I like. Dorian's Armstrong, because I was going to ask you. So, who's going to be on the outside if Gregory and I read reports
0: today that uh, Micah Parsons was working with the edge rushers? That so, be cool. um, I think they're just going to line. I think they're just going to line him up wherever this week. Fucking D-wear's coming um, in. So you have. DeMarcus Ware breaking his foot. You have. Marcus uh, Lawrence. What did I say? DeMarcus Ware? Yeah, I was, just, I was just saying that name. DeMarcus Lawrence with the broken foot. You've got um, Randy Gregory out with COVID protocol. Lyle Collins is suspended five. We got the news that Lyle Collins was suspended five and games. With that,
1: was he refusing COVID tests or drug tests?
0: Drug test. So here's the deal on that.
1: I've heard he got tested like
0: he got tested 180 times. Yeah, that's what I heard, over a ten, ten month period.
1: And when I told Claire that, she was like, "I was unbelievable." I was like, "Once you get in that program, though, that was like they target." But you. how did
0: that fly under the radar? 180 I, tests. I and, ne- I never knew he even entered the program.
1: I thought he. Well, I, I, thought I, I heard that. I, I never I knew he, he
0: entered the program.
1: Uh, obviously, he did because and he no let one else seven gets-
0: tests over 180. And what's weird is the suspensions are either four or six games, and they give him a five. five. Yeah. I feel like it's Goodell just fucking another cowboy. Yeah.
2: What are you doing? I don't know.
0: I hit the wrong button. I'm out of practice. I'm out of practice. News story, Goodell fucks a cowboy.
1: <laughs> well, uh well
0: um And then Gallup was that a muscle strain? Uh no he's yeah calf strain. calf strain calf strain he's out three weeks, three to four weeks.
1: Which if if we're gonna take an injury, I think we could take an injury to the wide receiver core, Because it still leaves
0: Lamb, Cooper, I um, like Cedric Wilson. Cedric Wilson Noah Brown, Noah Brown Noah Brown.
1: But it still sucks that one of your top threats goes. You yeah, know what I mean? Like you sure. never want to use a player, sure. Even if you got depth there, it still hurts your team. So so lose week one and then like suspension, COVID, then we took broken four bone, Caster. in trained. the week.
0: Uh we took four more L's during the week uh leading up to this game.
1: And this week's I mean we'll talk about it but like it's not gonna
0: be an easy game. You have them making the playoffs. You yeah, know, the no, Chargers. I think they're a playoff team. Well I meant the Chargers. Like our opponent, yes, no, yeah. yeah. I have them as a playoff team. I think um, it was announced that Terrence Steele is going to start at right tackle. I don't know, which I think is a mistake. But I've got to believe. I've got to believe the coaches. Mike McCarthy uh, has said this, and I want to say I've heard it from one other one other coach in the building that Terrence Steele had the biggest jump from year one to year two. So I can only hope. I hope so. Yeah. I can only hope they're right. You're going to have Zach Martin back. Um, You've got Tyron. I just hope that. Bosa doesn't just
1: – Oh, he's going to – He's going to he hit his yearly bonus just like uh, Adrian Claiborne did in Atlanta. Because I hope. think
0: I think we can – I think there's matchups on the outside. I think there's – I think we're going to exploit that secondary very easily with the wide receivers that we it's have. It's just how quick you can get the ball out too. And I think Dax improved on that. Yeah. That's, what, that's how
1: Tom Brady lives now. He's got that quick release.
0: Well, and let me say this going back to the Tampa Bay game. I was so impressed with – Kellen Moore and the game plan that he put together in the offense that he designed for that game. Because if you noticed early on and I thought it was just to get Dak back in the rhythm, to get his feet wet, to get his legs back under him. But the more I thought about it, he knew his O-line was at a disadvantage. He was running all those little quick little screens, quick little outs. But, and that helped kind of overcome some of the, some of the line play that was getting yeah. blown up. There That's what a good coordinator does. Scrimmage. He looks
1: at what the defense gives them and how to exploit it. And that is something Jason Garrett never did. Jason Garrett says we're going to line up and we're going to smash them right in the mouth. You know, we're going to play them one on, on one run. and we're going to beat them one versus one. It's like, no, you need to see like, do they have a rookie cornerback out here? Do they have a? Safety with a bum knee, or you know what I mean, like exploit that one person. They just they kept going well, after that well, one rookie corner in Tampa what, Bay. And it's
0: what Tom Brady did to Anthony Brown. Yeah, that's what you do. But, okay, you exploit their my, weakness. My, uh, Mike Evans, Trayvon Diggs, cool. Fuck it, I'm going over to Antonio Brown versus Anthony Brown. Oh, he, he going to
1: Anthony. Antonio Brown had a great game.
0: So we need Boss Boss Man Fat to get get on the field because I don't know if I can take another fucking week of Anthony Brown. Yeah, the
1: um, Anthony Brown loves running thin. You know.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, so we'll see how it goes. It's gonna be cool to see Justin Herbert. Uh, I'm a I'm a big Justin Herbert guy. Uh, I think he's.
1: You got a prediction?
0: Yeah, let's run through this real quick. Let's run through the this schedule. Um, did you have what ours was? Um, what our predictions were when we ran through them in the preseason? No, because we did this in the preseason.
1: I. I had this list, which is just like numbers. Okay. We did over-unders, but I don't see a win total.
0: We did win-loss somewhere. Well,
1: I just told you I have them going 11-6. and six. But, yeah, you're right. We did because I remember being very cocky, being like, we're going to beat Tampa Bay in week one, which I was damn near right at Zerline zero and just made a fucking field goal. Hmm.
0: Okay, it's it's got to be in there somewhere, but yeah, it's got to be. In, but I'm not going to flip through. I, like
1: I said, I just have over unders here, which we can go back. I <laughs> saved so at the end of the year, we can look back and I see did say we I were. did
0: save our um, our uh, like player awards. Mm-hmm. I saved all that stuff. So, um, all right. So uh, on Sunday, we've got we're at the LA Chargers. Um, I've got that as a W. Me too. Got that as a W. You got a score though.
1: I just randomly wrote down a number.
0: No, I'm not gonna do a score. Oh.
1: Well, I did for this week. I had 31, 35, 31, 35, which I think we're three and a half point underdogs. So obviously, we cover the spread.
0: Okay. Um. So I've got that as a dub. Uh, we already
1: got. Oh, you're gonna do. You're gonna throw it right now. So we already got one loss. Yeah. All so
0: right. uh, Philly.
1: Where's it at? Uh, here. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's a
0: win. Uh. So I got Philly as a win. Okay. Uh. Carolina at home win. Okay. Uh. New York at home. Giants. Giants win. Uh, at New England. I'll take that as a loss. I'll take that as a loss as well. Uh, By week, then at Minnesota, Sunday night. (sighs) I think that's a win. We beat them last year with Dalton. Yep. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Versus uh, Denver at home. Assuming Teddy Bridgewater's quarterback, that's a win. Okay. I agree with you there. Uh, At home versus Atlanta.
1: Oh, that's a win. Atlanta looks terrible.
0: And we got at Kansas City. That's, that's gonna a, be a. I got that as a nail.
1: We'll take that as a nail. Yeah, that's realistic. Okay.
0: Um. Then we've got the Raiders at home that's on short, Thanksgiving. That's, that's a
1: short week too, man. So honestly, that's a toss up. That's a pickle. I could see you. You you make the call. I'm
0: gonna make it now because I have I, I have, give a
1: loss. I have you. Raiders make the playoffs, and that's a short week for us. Uh,
0: then we're at New Orleans Sunday night. Ugh. That's a tough uh, Thursday th- night. Excuse me. That's
1: a tough three-game stretch. I'll Sunday I'll say night. we pull out the win there. Okay. So we break the losing streak.
0: Okay. Then we're at the football team.
1: I'll take that as a loss. I think it, we're going to go one and one.
0: We're at the Giants. That's a win. Uh, at home against the football team.
1: That's, that's a win, yeah. So we take one and one.
0: All right. Then we got the Cardinals at home. Oof. That's an L. Then we finish up at Philly.
1: Fuck Philly. That's a win. So I've oh, 11-6. 11-6. There
0: it is. So I'll keep this right here so we can refer back to it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. Uh, I like some things that I saw. Um, and just a little update that right before we started recording, we were watching the, the Washington yeah. Giants game. Saquon, and, uh, under yard touchdown. No. Game. Damn it. Uh, remember we saw that lineman go down? Yeah. Yeah, fractured his leg. Who was it? That lineman, I don't know. It was carted um, off.
1: It wasn't that dude from UTEP, though, was it the Hispanic dude? No, it was Nick Gates. Okay. I can't remember what his name is.
0: Hernandez. Hernandez, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: He's a fucking dog. Dude. That's who I want on my team. He's He's just like, he's like a... Richard Incognito, but he's not so much of a bully and asshole. But He's, he's like, not a racist. Yeah, he's not a racist piece of shit. But it's like, that's who you want on your team. He is just going to be mean as hell to that other team. It's like, give me five of those guys on each of my lines.
0: Yep, I agree. Um,
1: I just tried to check. I saw Saquon had a fucking 41-yard run, but he currently has 39 rushing yards. What the fuck is that? Well, I'm going to turn the game on right now.
0: Well, how about we finish up and we'll watch the game? All right. Um, so yeah, that's Cowboys. Look oh routine, oh Jesus Christ. but they got you. Turn the fucking game on, dude. You're gonna watch your a
1: game while we record.
0: <laughs> well, I just want to keep you updated. You know, you got a running back on. It's, I'll get an alert on my phone. We don't need. It's 14-13 football team. Midway through the third. Midway through the third. Yeah. Jesus, that scared the. <laughs> yeah, I was like shit that came into our you.
1: earphones like full static. Sound like we're making contact with aliens.
0: Woo! All right, uh, so yeah, that's it for Cowboys talk. You got anything else?
1: Nope. Not. Nope. Well, not on the Cowboys. Not on the Cowboys. Everything. Just what you right. Watching and what? That was that what Yeah, next? let's we're wrap it up. What are we there? watching? What
0: are we listening to? All right. You Mine, me? Yeah, because I don't have. I've been watching one thing. Oh, that man, I've already covered. I've it. go
1: ahead. I've written down a few. I'll just go over real quick. Watching. Uh, this was on. We watched it on Hulu. It's from the Vice Network. It's called The Devil You Know. Uh, it, was a
0: po- it was a podcast, right?
1: No, that's The Devil Within that I listen oh, to. Oh, yeah, you. yeah, yeah. But I'll say season one is about this guy from, like, North Carolina that was, like, this weird Satanist, like, overly over the top, wanted to just scare everybody. He had a house. He went by Pazuzu, which is the name of the demon that possessed mm-hmm. Linda Blair and Exorcist. So And you just look at him. He had, you know, the, all the tattoos, the piercings, he wanted to do, like, horns. Like, he just wanted to be, like, that freaky guy to scare people. And his house, I mean, it was just, he lived in this little house, in this house in, um, in a neighborhood, but it was, like, they would say it was just trash everywhere. People could literally just squat and take a shit in his house. Like, nothing went, nothing was off out of, um, what am I trying to say? Nothing was... What am I trying to say here? You could do everything you wanted. Nothing I'm was uncalled just, for. Nothing was and um, off the table. Off the table. Yeah. And then um all then then you know there's like these weird like bear there's like these um spots in the backyard that look like you know like they just recently been dug up and turns out like he'd been killing people and this went on for like ten years and then they finally like started investigating and realized like he was like a he was like a murderer and he was literally just like partying and he would get people to bar- bury bodies in the back with him. Uh, so that one was decent, but then season two was about this, basically like this Alex Jones wannabe female from Ohio, uh, by the name of Sherry Shriner. And she had like this cult following where she would just talk about like, you know, she was very religious. She went to Liberty university and it was all about like reptiles and the lizard. People. And frogs yeah. Like the new world order. And she was just very religious. She said she was like one of the 12 daughters of God, like God. God had two sons, you know, Lucifer and Jesus, and then he had 12 daughters, and she was one of them, so she was like an earpiece for God, and everything she said was like straight from God, and um, it starts off with like this woman in Pennsylvania killing her boyfriend, but they said it was like a suicide, that he put the gun, he he made her take the gun and put it to her head, and he they pulled the trigger together, But and so they were like, well, he was driven by this Sherry Schreiner lady, you know, like he'd been listening to her for so long, and... It's just wild, dude. Like it just takes off from there and there's like another suicide that like Sherry's involved in, but it's like this lady was convinced that she was like an angel and she was just not killing herself, but she was like going back to heaven as like a warrior. I mean, it was just like crazy fucking shit when you listen to it. So it's kind of like the devil you know is like like how crazy people can live next door and, you know, influence you in a way and uh I don't know, man. It was just it was really good. I did a terrible job describing them both, but if you have Hulu or Vice Network, just check them out. Uh, another thing was that vacation friends that was on Hulu with John Cena and a uh, little rail. Yeah. how was that? It was, ex- I wrote, it's extremely enjoyable, dude. It was like one of the, one of my favorite movies I've seen all year. Like it's just like a good buddy comedy movie Yeah. that just, like I said, it was just, it was funny, but it was also like different. And it was just, I just, it was so enjoyable. Like I remember having to get up at one point and there was only like 30 minutes left and I was so bummed out because it's one of those movies you just wanted to keep going because every scene, you know, there's never a born there's never a part where're like let me just check my phone real quick or I was just I was just thrilled with it the whole time uh another thing on hulu we've been watching is wife swap and I forgot how incredibly crazy that show is and how amazing it is like when those families like clash because they try to get the most two opposite families you know like a conservative Christian family and an atheist family and they just make them switch out and live their lives like that and it's just it's fantastic, dude. The drama is amazing.
0: Yeah, I we watched that show for a long time, and then I did what I shouldn't have done and googled it, and just realized how scripted it was and how. Oh man, now a you're doing it for me. Sorry, bro. A lot of the fights were fake and fabricated. And some of them seem pretty real. Yeah, right? some of in the early one in the early seasons. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, no, we 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 watched that. From you're time telling to time me time reality still. TV is scripted sometimes? It's fake, bro. <laughs>
1: Uh, we saw Candyman in theaters, and I said it was very good, but Tony Todd is still the best. Uh, I think they're gonna make more. That's kind of just how they set it up. So cool. Uh, it's just one of those like I think it was the first time me and Claire had actually got to go see a movie since two thousand and nineteen because we've been to a couple, you know since was... all this shit, but it was with Elizabeth, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know we saw a couple kids' movies. Uh, and this one is a documentary on Netflix. It was called uh, Count Me In. It was a documentary about basically drummers and drumming, so it had, like, all these really cool interviews from, you know, everybody from, like, Chris Watts up until, you know, the guy from Foo Fighters. I mean, it just had, like, all these famous – and it was just talking about how they fell in love with drumming at an early age and just shows, like, how anybody can – you know, anybody with, like, a rhythm can do it and if it's, like, a select few, you yeah, know. it's and, out for me. do
0: What? I'm out. I have no rhythm. Dude,
1: I – it makes me – it's like – Want to be a, I've, I've always said if I could play any instrument, it would be like the drums or the piano. Yeah, Those are my two favorite, and I was like, I would love to get Elliot a, a drum set, but then I would immediately regret it. But for any musicians out there, count me in. It was, it was just extremely good. Um, you watching or let me go straight to listening?
0: I don't have anything. Okay, <laughs> I'll I mean, keep rolling. I'll talk about it. As I
1: said, this, we haven't recorded in so long, and I was just sitting down trying to recant everything. Which, no, well, not everything. I watch a lot of stuff. But uh, listening, this one was called – these are both on uh, Spotify. It's called The Devil Within. And this one was a crazy podcast because it was – um it takes place like in the late 80s, and it was like this boy in like Jersey, like this all-American kid, and mm-hmm. then he all of a sudden like – well, I guess he starts getting kind of in- interested in like Satanism. Mm-hmm. And have you listened to it? Oh, yeah. Dude, it's fucking crazy because like it's not a spoiler because it starts off it's like he kills his mom like brutally, and then they find him dead in the woods later, and they said the way he died, like he cut his wrist – with one hand so deep that his wrist was almost hanging off. off. And then, then he cut his throat. But then he cut his throat and nearly decapitated himself. And they're like, you know, he, he cut his wrist first and he cut it so deep. They're like, there's no way a fourteen year old. He would have blown out the in seconds. Yeah, they're like he wouldn't have had the strength to then he would have taken both hands to cut his throat. And it was like, dude, he fucking conjured up something. And I'm not religious at all, but it's like when you listen to it, he became so entranced with like Satanism and like and they give you a really cool history because the town he was from was haunted as fuck. They talk about the New Jersey Devil. I forgot the name of the road. It was like Clifton or something? It's like the most haunted road in America. And just the backstory about everything like spooky that goes on there. And then well,
0: wasn't there wasn't there some I could be mixing up podcasts, but wasn't there uh didn't he have like a buddy or like an older dude that he was hanging around with? And he had a buddy
1: that that uh who who got him into it because they did they it. did a school project over Thanksgiving and they had to pick a religion and his buddy picked like Satanism and then he just became interested on what his buddy was doing. And his buddy was like, you know, it. he kind of took it. The guy obviously took it too far. He, like, conjured some shit up. You know, like, they found, like, these worshippers in the forest. And he did something where, like, I forgot what it was, but he he cracked this code as to how to conjure something. It's so detailed, man. Like like I said, it's, I'm I'm only giving you, like, the bare bones of it, but it was really good. But he found, like, this way to conjure something, and he did it at this house. And when it did, like... Like, something happened, and then, like, weeks later is when he went in this trance, killed his mom, nearly cut his wrist off, and then damn near decapitated himself into murder-suicide. It was just fucking wild. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, Another thing is The Opportunist, which I think you've also Mm -hmm. listened to. They have several seasons out. I think they have, like, two seasons out now. The one that got me first hooked was an eight-part episode about Sherry Shriner. Um, That was, to me, maybe even better than the documentary show uh, The Devil You Know. So if you're more into podcasts, just listen to that season of the opportunists where it really dives deep into Sherry Schreiner. Uh, But they also talk about like this lady who kind of conned people into into adoptions, which is a really fucked up thing to do is to basically bleed these people dry of money trying to get an adoption and then just like, you know, drag them along and then just say, oh, it didn't go through after she collected a ton of money. And she ended up getting like $2 million from these people. Uh, Then there was another one about this guy who diluted like um, cancer treatment drugs. And he also made like nineteen million dollars. It's like swindled. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they can go on forever because it's all these pieces of shit. And it's the way they the way they introduce it as a, the opportunists is like people ordinary people who embrace like bad things or sinister things just because the opportunity presents itself, so, which is true. I mean, that's kind of human nature. It's like if you can profit off of this and you know it's wrong, but you do it anyways. That's an opportunist. Uh, and then pivot real quick. Claire got Audible. While we were mm-hmm. having recorded. And I've just been listening to all these fucking books. And uh, some of them are just like short stories, so you can listen to them in like two or three hours. But um, my favorite one, these are all free, by the way, because I don't have the money. And you only get, dude, you get one credit a month. It's ridiculous. It, and we like, got premium. Job, and
0: like jobs like mine and yours, like he could burn through a book in a dude, couple I, days. and
1: then Nick, our buddy Nick, tried to send me all these books, but you can't even send credits to each other now, or books that you already purchased. So, she listened to. She joined some dumb yoga book club, so she used all the credits for the first two months. I had to find the free ones,
0: as you mentioned in the beginning. Selfish, selfish Claire. But I will
1: say, there's this really good book. Uh, it's called "The Plot Against America" by Philip Roth, and Philip Roth is like considered one of the greatest American writers, like of the 20th century. And I first knew about this because it was developed into a TV show on HBO, and I really wanted to watch it. And it's basically it's like an alternate history where Charles Lindbergh runs for president as opposing FDR in 1940, and he actually wins the presidency. And if you didn't know, um, Lindbergh was, like, basically a Nazi. Like, he was an anti-Semite, and he agreed with a lot of Hitler, what he did, and they kind of had a mutual friendship there. So it's almost like, so that shit's all true. And in this book, Lindbergh actually runs for president, wins, and then you just got this slow progression of, like, Nazism or, like, this fascism taking over in America, and that's... It's just so fucking interesting, dude. Like I said, Philip Roth is just a really good writer and it was like a nine hour book to listen to, but I enjoyed it all. He's got a few other books that are free on there too. So if you like Philip Roth, all his books are free. Did you
0: did you ever watch Man in the High Tower?
1: No, but that's another like alternate Part, history. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Where they Japan and
1: Nazi Germany win the war and they
0: divide the U.S. in half.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got so many in my library. As soon as I get more credits, like, and I told Claire she'll waste it on like a four-hour book. And I'm like, fuck that. Like, I'm gonna listen to War and Peace by Leon Trotsky. It's like sixty hours. Like, I'm gonna get all my money's worth. Like all you know, like all these Stephen King books, like Under the Dome, Eleven, Twenty Two, Sixty Three, like these massive books that would take me months to read. Like, I'm gonna listen to them. Yeah, uh, these are all shorter too. So that book was about 9 hours. These are more like 2 to 3 hour listens. Uh, you could bust them out. Uh, it's called Murder in a Yoga Store, Rampage, The Devil Next Door, The Getaway, and The Killing Season. And they are all really good and they're all free on Audible.
0: Mm, okay. Good to know. Good to know.
1: Yeah, I feel like I just talked a lot. Well, and, I'm glad and because I didn't describe much very I'm glad I didn't you did. Describe it very well. Because
0: I have just been watching seasons of big brother <laughs> i really really i mean my job allows me to put whatever i want on my phone and just work and live in the dream. my i'm in my little cubicle and just getting my work out and freaking watching big brother whatever i want listen to whatever i want so but yeah so that's it um you got anything else no nah, dude i just talked a lot <laughs> no, I think I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm no, so but, winded, but uh, it feels good to be back. Um, oh wait, I got
1: one more thing. What you got? You're going down, Troy. I got this week.
0: Ooh, all right. And all right. you can't respond either because this is my podcast. <laughs> I guess that means I got to put this out tonight.
1: Um, at least by Monday. I'll put it out. I'm going Troy's gonna beat me. I'll probably put it. My confidence tonight. is shot. Saquon's got like six points, dude.
0: Uh, All right. Well, uh, guys, everybody, thanks for listening. Um, We'll be back next week. Maybe. Um, We'll see. (laughs) Or in a month. (laughs) Don't make promises, dude. (laughs) Uh, But for Matt. And Andrew and Hank. We're out.